Today's episode is presented by Early Bird. Early Bird is the simplest way for parents, family, and friends to collectively invest in a child's financial future starting at the earliest age. Early Bird's mobile app empowers parents and families to start saving for their child's future in a matter of minutes. I cannot picture a better episode for Early Bird to be sponsoring because this week we talk all about money, so you'll dive into all my opinions on saving money and spending money and honestly just having financial literacy. So seriously, this is perfect timing for y'all to check out. We're teaming up with Early Bird to give our listeners a free $15 investment to give to a child that you love. Simply go to partners.getearlybird.io slash podcast or use the link in our show notes, download the app and create an account today. Early bird, build the nest and invest in the children you love. Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor, and welcome back to another Wednesday. I cannot believe we are already halfway through July. It seriously blows my mind that I'm sitting here looking at a calendar And I still can't believe it. I think my calendar is lying to me, but I hope you guys have had a great last week. Thank you guys so much for all of the love on last week's episode. I know I had said this on social media, but I was pretty nervous to upload it because I kind of just hit record. Literally, the episode wasn't edited at all. I did not cut a single second of the episode. It was a literal stream of consciousness And so, and I knew I was talking about things that maybe not everyone would agree with, and it was probably the most controversial episode that I've posted, and you guys have absolutely loved it. I've gotten the most amazing and kind feedback from complete strangers and people that I've known for, like, my whole life, and so it was just really special getting to share that part of my heart because it is such a big and prevalent thing that's going on for me. And so if you don't know what I'm talking about, I just released an episode last week about why I got engaged at 20. And so if you haven't listened to it, definitely go check it out. It's honestly, it was amazing. It was so great that I was able to share that with all of you. But this week we are talking all things money. And what's actually funny is that I had, I was 20 minutes into a recording of this episode and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, this isn't it. And I just deleted it. (laughs) And so we're starting over because I was realizing with how I had structured the episode, it just really wasn't getting the point across that I had wanted and like my heart behind why I wanted to talk about money. And because you know, everything I do for this podcast and every episode that I create and all of it has a purpose. And so it's been so fun and maybe not for you as the listener, but at least for me while creating this show and uploading week after week, it is just so interesting. I get this question all the time. How do you keep on coming up with stuff to talk about? And I'm having less and less guests on, which I'm sure you guys are all noticing for a multitude of reasons, but you guys are really just loving me and my own show. (laughs) And so I've really honestly been enjoying that. And I've enjoyed the simplicity of it, of just being able to hit record on a microphone and share my thoughts. Um, It feels less planned, but it feels more conversational, which I think you guys all really enjoy. So let me know. Leave a review down below um, if you've been liking the more solo episodes and what you guys have been thinking. But like I was saying, I'm so careful about what I put out and like prayerful. And oftentimes, 
it's really whatever is just like on my heart that week or whatever I think is going to be educational or helpful or I'll be able to give great advice or it's just something I want to share. I think that's something that's really fun about this podcast and where all of you will send me DMs and be like, this podcast is so different than so many other ones is because there's not really like an agenda here. I'm not really doing it for the money. I'm not really doing it like I don't have a ton of other people's opinions. It's really just like a raw outpouring of my heart and what I'm thinking that week and I I think that's why you guys all relate to she's going places so much is because things look so different week by week it's not this like consistent cohesive brand where every week I come like super put together and I know exactly what I'm talking about or like the conversations follow a pattern or whatever it might be like it is legitimately me just sitting, hitting record and wanting to share with you guys. And I'm just so glad that you guys love that format. I think it's really unique to the podcasting space. It's just like low production, but in the best way possible. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to She's Going Places. Your support of all of these episodes literally mean the world. But let's hop back in. Let's talk about money. Actually, before we talk about money, we need to do our going places and going nowhere moment of the week. We'll do this super fast, a little hit, touch, and go. But I have a funny note about my going places moment this week because my going places moment was about a place that I went. And what is ironic about this and what makes me laugh is this podcast was started during quarantine and she's going places to you might just sound like a cute name, but she's going places actually has like five different meanings and one of them being going places traveling. And so it's been funny because I quite literally have not traveled at all since this podcast. And the podcast has been around for a year and I've, I've barely gone anywhere. And at the point of the pandemic, I, I was traveling a good bit. I was going out of the country. I was like visiting new places, planning trips. And so it's just kind of comical to me that this going places moment is about a weekend trip and I really just haven't talked to you guys about this at all. So it's kind of ironic, but this past weekend I went to Memphis with one of my best friends. Her name is Winnie Winnie. Well, here's the thing is I would shout out Winnie. I am right now. I would say hi to her, but it takes her months to listen to these episodes. So instead I'm going to shout out her little sister May May because she listens to the episodes and she is seriously the best. And I got to meet her this weekend, which was one of the happiest moments ever. It was such a joy to get to go home with Winnie with some of our friends and to get to just meet her family. It's so weird when you go to college because when you're in high school, you know everyone's families, right? You're going over to people's houses. Everyone has like siblings in the same grade. You guys are going to the same sporting events. You need your parents to drive you places. Like you're around parents. But when you're in college, you don't know their families. You don't know what their parents are like. You don't know how many siblings they have. You don't even know where people are from. Like you have to ask all of these things. And so I've been friends with Winnie for about three years now and I've yet to meet her family and it was a long overdue time. And so I got to go home with her and meet her entire family, which was the sweetest weekend ever. It was so much fun being in Memphis and we got to go to a bunch of great spots and fun restaurants and honestly just spend good quality time together. It was so needed for me. I've just been in such a rut of working at home and like working in this apartment 
And if I'm just going to be very casual and candid with you all, like, my time here in Birmingham hasn't really looked how I've wanted it to. Like, I was expecting it to be, like, a regular semester, but I'm just doing my internship. But my internship has kept me so busy. And then, like, it just, it isn't as glamorous or as fun as I had thought it was going to be. It's just a lot of working. And so that's a little bit of an expectations versus reality moment that we're having right here. But I needed to go to Memphis. Like, I didn't know I needed to go, but it was just so great to get out of Birmingham, to get out of this apartment, and to just, like, go spend time with friends, go spend time with her family. And so that's definitely my going places moment. It was seriously the sweetest trip ever. My going nowhere moment of the week was actually kind of hard for me to, like, pinpoint or even think about this week because it's, like, nothing really bad happened this week. I can't, there's nothing on the top of my head that I can think of that I'm, like, oh, yeah, this is my going nowhere moment of the week. And then this popped into my head and instantly I was, like, no, that's, I don't need to talk about that. But the more I thought about it, I was, like, no, 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 this is, kind of necessary to talk about and a, and a great thing to talk about because people just don't talk about it enough. And so this week, it was nothing crazy. It was nothing apparent. Like, I didn't have, like, a huge come-to-Jesus moment. I didn't, like, bawl my eyes out about it. But this week, I've just felt kind of eh about my body and about, like, how I've felt this past week. It, and it, it I can, like, tell it, like, it came from so many different areas. This past week, I just have not been eating good from, like, going on the Memphis trip and us eating out all the time and Winnie's mom making us like really yummy food to just the week before I didn't even go grocery shopping and so I was just kind of eating whatever I was eating out I was I was doing literally whatever I wanted and so and I noticed like a notable difference in like how I felt in my body and like my amount of energy and how tired I was and so I was just kind of feeling like bleh this week and there was like a couple moments where I was just like frustrated with myself and frustrated with my body and I had headaches and it was just kind of like a weekend physically and so that was definitely my going nowhere places (laughs) what was that going nowhere places going nowhere moment of the week and it's not it wasn't a huge thing but I feel like it never is a huge thing it's just these like slow little like with myself that gets me down and makes me like lose confidence or like get frustrated with myself and I wanted to share that because I'm sure some of y'all have had a similar experience where it's nothing crazy you don't hate yourself you're not crying yourself to sleep but you're just like oh you know you know the feeling and so I wanted to share that to like normalize that it's okay to have like off days and it's okay to like not feel to come across like to be a really confident person and to like be efficient and to do well at work and all of these things but like not feel super great about yourself physically and it's just like a good reminder like you do need to be taking care of your body and you do need to be doing things that make you feel healthy and feel good and like what you eat and how you exercise and how much you sleep and how much water do you drink like that all affects how you feel and so yeah I've just I've been in like a season of like learning what that looks like I've never really had like a super healthy relationship with like health and fitness and like it's either, like, I'm super hardcore or I just don't care at all, and it's, like, trying to find, like, just, like, a good, balanced, healthy lifestyle, and so 
that's nothing drastic, but I just kind of felt like I wanted to share that because I feel like some of you will have probably experienced a similar feeling. And that's okay. Like, your body fluctuates. Your body changes. That's perfectly normal. And you just need to treat it well. That's it. And so, that is my going places and going nowhere moment of the week. I hope you guys have had an amazing week. Let's hop into this week's episode. Let's talk about money. Now, when I had first recorded this week's episode, I went into all of these different ways that you can make money and different jobs that you can do. But honestly, you guys don't need me to tell you that. That's kind of boring. That's kind of a waste of your time listing out all of these different ways that you can make money and streams of income. I find different streams of income really interesting, but I realize I find it interesting when people are like mega influencers or like CEOs, like I care about their streams of income, <laughs> but when it's just like a 20-year-old college student, there's really not that much to talk about. And so I was just getting bored literally with myself. That's never happened to me while recording, but I was literally recording it and I was like, this is horrible. And so I felt like I should share that because I just thought that was funny. But what I really want to talk about and the message I was trying to get across the first time was like a mindset behind money because everyone grows up with a different like financial background like you're born into a family that's in a certain like financial class or a certain financial status and that fully shapes the way you view money the way you talk about money what you think about money how you make money like all of that is shaped by your parents and your family and so I realized I'm gonna have someone like the full spectrum listening to this about their views of money but I really can only have my experience to share from. So there's that disclaimer. It's that like I have my one singular family I was born into. So my one singular view of making money. You know what I mean? But I guess growing up, I was really privileged and really thankful that like my parents um, were really like good about like not ever talking to me about things with money. And I just I just had that privilege. They didn't have that privilege. Um, when they were kids, they were stressed about money all the time. Their families were very poor, and it was just, like, a hard situation. And so my parents have both worked very hard to provide for themselves and provide for our family, and I'm so thankful for them. And so that really did shape how I viewed money. It shaped how I viewed what it meant to provide for a family. I've se- I saw how hard they were working and how much they cared about me and my brother, Um And so that definitely shaped the way I viewed making money. It shaped the way I viewed, like, working hard. I definitely took a lot of it for granted, like, point blank. Like, there were so many things that my parents were able to give me and provide for me and share with me that, like, I didn't even think about until now, like, becoming an adult and being like, oh my gosh, wait, that was so great of them to do. And it was just a bunch of things I took for granted back then. And I'm sure there's still stuff that I take for granted now. Um, but my, my mindset behind money and, like, what money could give you has definitely, like, evolved over time, especially in college, once I was on my own. Because when I was in high school, like, granted, when I was in, like, middle school and high school, like, I would babysit and I would, like, do these, like, one-off jobs. But I never had a job. I was really involved in high school, as you guys know, and my parents just made it a priority for me and my brother to be fully present in high school. And so we didn't have jobs which we were super blessed to have. However, I do think it would have been beneficial for me to have a job in high school because it would have taught me, at a, like, I feel like in an appropriate age, 
how to manage money and what it meant like to like work hard for the value of a dollar and what it looked like to save and what it looked like to spend because then all of a sudden I got to college and I got a job and I felt like I was like teaching myself all of these different things and I was having to be self-disciplined like none of it was really like ingrained in me like we didn't get paid for chores we just did them we didn't really get like a weekly allowance like and so there was never a time that we were really like managing our own money if that makes sense like we would just do chores like you didn't get paid to do that like you you're earning your keep you know what I mean and so there was never like money that I was handling on my own and so it was kind of a shock to me in college when I was like when I was like basically learning what that looked like and so I, and I feel like this background is kind of needed, I've always been obsessed with, like, the hustle and the grind and how many streams of income you can have and how many jobs you can have and, like, hustling for, to, like, make money and save money and doing all of these different things. Um, by nature, <laughs> I feel like I've had, like, a financial evolution. When I was in high school and it wasn't my own money, I was a spender. I could spend anything on anything. I would buy anything. I would do anything. I wouldn't think twice about purchases. Like if, if people were saying yes or if like I had birthday money, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like saving wasn't even a word in my vocabulary. Like I just wanted to spend money. I didn't even care. And then all of a sudden, as I got more responsible and I got a little older, and I started making my own money, I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot, like, I, sh- I shouldn't be just, like, spending all of this, like, I need to be saving, and so my parents were really good about opening me, a s- opening me, oh, oh, wait, that was right, opening me, it's late, guys, I don't know, um, <laughs> having me open a savings account, and so I was able to, like, learn, okay, I can, like, transfer some money over into the savings account, and then it's not in my checking, and I don't have to think about it, like, okay, that will, that will be good. Oh, I got my first debit card when I was like 15. I'm just throw that in there. I don't know. But it was good for me to like be able to like move money over and like intentionally save that. So like I started learning that like for Christmas or birthdays or babysitting, whatever it might be. I was like, okay, like I'm gonna move some money into my savings. And I felt like a baller. And then it came time for high school graduation. And you get like a, like a, like, a bunch of, like, gifts for high school graduation, and so I had some money that I had made from graduation, and my parents were really big on me, like, you need to save all of that money because you're about to be in college, and I was like, you're right, and so all that went to savings, too, and slowly but surely, before I knew it, I was in the middle of my freshman year, and, like, I had a good amount of money saved up, and I was like, oh, dang, and I, I was almost, like, shocked because everyone else around me had no money saved. Like, they had never saved any of their money. They were constantly just spending it on whatever. They weren't, like, or they weren't working. And so, they were, like, living off of, like, a parent's allowance. Whatever it might be. All of a sudden, in college, like, people were talking about money a lot more. And so, I was a lot more aware of money, if that makes any sense. And all of a sudden, I was able to, like, observe other people's spending and saving habits and, like, see, like, oh, I don't like that. Or, oh, I do like that. I like they do that. Or, that works for them or that could work for me. And so I was all of a sudden had this like intense pride in the fact that I had a good amount of money saved up and, and I was like working hard to do that. And then it just made me more excited to save. And so like I was making at this point, like $75 a week, nannying like three days a week, 
and I was like oh my gosh mom I think I'm gonna start putting like because that was basically I was like working for my like spending money basically but I was just like you know what mom like I don't need to be spending this much money a week like there's there's no need and so I'm gonna start putting like 15 or 20 bucks in my savings every week and they were like that's a great idea you should totally do that and it it almost turned into of the $75 whatever I didn't like I would put the 15 in savings and then at the end of the week whatever I didn't spend that would also go into savings like it was in like a way of like okay like don't deny doing things like if all of your friends are going out, go out too. If everyone's choosing to go to dinner, you can go to dinner. Like you have this money, but then at the end of the week, like you're going to get another $75 and then that's what you're working with. That's what you're rocking with. And so it, I also get really into things. Like when I have like a new kick, I am on it. Like right now my kick, this is almost embarrassing. Actually, I'm not embarrassed about it at all. Hunter got me really into Formula One racing. All my roommates know it. It's kind of hilarious and I am into it right now. Like I almost just started following some of the drivers on Instagram. Like this is the point. This is like the place where I'm getting mentally. And so at this season of my life, it was saving money. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious, but I just loved the idea of saving money and I was like oh my gosh like I'm gonna have all this money because at that point I was planning on being in grad school and I was gonna have to pay for grad school 100% myself and so I was saving up for tuition like there was something to save for and so it all felt really purposeful and so I was like so if I do this like in small increments and I do this slowly I'm not gonna feel it as much and honestly that ranged true I was over the years have been able to save a lot more money also, I started making more than $75 a week by getting, like, other jobs and doing other things. Um, and so that's how I've been able to save up more money. But even now, like, I can look back and I'm so grateful for decisions I made freshman, sophomore, and junior year. Because now going into my senior year, I have a lot of wedding purchases that need to be made. And the way we're paying for that, a lot of it is money that I saved during that whole time. And at the time, it was tuition money but I mean it really has turned into like preparing for my future money and like Hunter and I have to pay for an apartment and Hunter and I have to get furniture for that apartment and paying for all these different wedding things and there's just bills and expenses and thankfully Hunter is also very responsible with his money and so we're very like-minded in that way and so that's kind of like I guess like my like money journey like I kind of started just taking pride in making and saving money and like doing that for myself and if we're really talking about it, this past Christmas, I got to a point where then I was able to open up, if you know what this is, great, if you don't, that's okay, a retirement account, I opened up a Roth IRA, some of you might be thinking, like, so boring, that's, I also thought it was so boring, but now I love it, because I feel so ahead of the game, and I'm contributing money towards my retirement, and you know what, that's called health and wellness, but I was able to like open a high yield savings account, I was able to open a brokerage account and like actually make my money work for me and like get like start like educating myself and surrounding myself with people who were also aware and this included great conversations with my parents of them being like, you need to do this, like you have enough money now that you should be doing this, this is a smart thing to do. And so they've just been so encouraging through like while I've been learning about money and Hunter's also been great while I've been learning about money because his parents taught him a lot about money. And so we're definitely privileged in that area that we've been able to have really good financial conversations. I saw a podcast the other day where it was like the one of the biggest like life lessons that's not taught in school and is only taught at home is like managing finances, like 
you don't learn that in school at all unless like you're a finance major at a university because I never talked about it at school. We took an economics class my senior year and we did like Dave Ramsey's whatever, like a course. But like we really were never taught like everyone's financial education and what they think they should do is taught to them by their parents. I remember the first time I sat there and like learned about a Roth IRA and learned about like if I contributed X amount of money for this amount of time. I'll be, I'll have like $5 million by the time I'm 60 in my retirement account. And I just sat there like looking at this chart and my brain was literally exploding. I just, I couldn't even believe it. I was like, I feel like this is like a secret. And, and basically it's like, can, whatever, you guys don't care about the details. I just would nerd it out about it. And I was like, that is so cool. And I feel like the world has just done me a disservice because no one has told me that. And I'm kind of saying this now for any of you who maybe whose parents don't know what a Roth IRA was or they've never told you about it. I wish someone told me, like, I mean, obviously someone did tell me about it, but I just think about the people who would never know. And it's just like, it's so empowering because like the best time to start it is when you're like 18 to 20, like 18 is like the prime year to start. And it's like, so if you're 18 or, I mean, don't be discouraged. I didn't start mine until I was 20. Um, but, like, when you're young, like, the best thing that you can do for yourself is have time to let the money grow. And so it's, like, pr make it a priority and start saving to do that now. I It's just, like, I feel so empowered and, like, so blessed that I have this knowledge and it, like, felt silly not to share. So definitely wanted to put that disclaimer out there that I would definitely encourage you guys to do that. Anyways, that's not, you guys don't come to me for, like, <laughs> financial tips. That's really not why I'm here. But in talks of money, I also really wanted to talk about save uh not saving spending because like I said like I've been a spender I've been a saver but it's it's really all about balance too much of one of the things is not a good thing like when I Hunter and I first started dating I was a spender and he was a super saver and we kind of had to meet in the middle and it made us both much healthier Hunter made me a lot more aware of how much I was spending and what I was spending and like really helped me like evaluate our certain purchases necessary and I helped remind him unfortunately as he was paying for all of these dates and gifts and things that it's like at the end of the day it's just money and money is not like your end-all be-all money doesn't define your purpose it doesn't determine your value money is literally there to be a resource and to be used. It's not designed to be hoarded. It's not designed to be like overly desired or to be worshipped. Money is literally just like a currency for you to use, but like it doesn't it doesn't determine your worth or your belonging. It's not to be obsessed over. It's just stuff, legitimately. And so it was like a good balance between the two where I was like, Hunter, like, yes, you have all this money saved up, but if you're not spending all of it, like, what was the point of working hard to have it? I'm not saying spend all of it, but I'm saying, like, use it. You know what I mean? Like, it's meant to be a resource. And so when it comes to spending, I figured I would just hop on here and give y'all a couple of spending tips coming from a former spend-aholic. And I really do mean when I say that. It's just you should be spending money. Like, spending money is a good thing. I mean, you have to know yourself. Like, if you know you're a crazy spender, then you probably need to tell yourself you can't spend anything. But when I've gotten to this healthy balance of where I need to remind myself it's okay to spend money, 
it's okay to spend money and you should spend money and you should buy things that you want or make you happy, but just be aware of like how often you're doing it. It's like instead of how I was in high school where at any drop of anything, if I saw something I wanted on Instagram or on Pinterest or while I was online shopping, I would just buy it as opposed to being like, okay, in the month of July, I've already bought two things online. Like, do I need this third thing? No, it can probably wait. Like, it'll wait and I'll see if I really want it. And oftentimes, I really don't. Another tip is like, don't impulse buy. I am the worst impulse buyer. I was hanging out with Kenzie and my best friend and she really, we've been like obsessed with those like jelly Gucci slides. Like they're like the shoe of the summer and we've wanted them so bad, but like we're not going to drop $400 on them. And so Kenzie had found them on DHgate, which is basically a fake designer. It ships from China, whatever. And they were like 50 bucks and the pictures looked really real. And she was like, I think I'm going to buy these. And I had never seen them. We had never had this conversation. And I was like, okay, bet I'll buy them. Like it was just, it just... I saw them, I wanted them, and I was like, perfect, let's buy them, which in and of itself is fine, but <laughs> thankfully, I don't know if it's thankfully, basically my card wouldn't work on the website, because it's probably a sketchy website, and so I couldn't buy them, and so I don't need them, but I'd probably be happy if I had them, sure, <laughs> but I didn't get them, and that's okay. It Basically, my biggest thing is, like, plan for your purchases. There was, like, some saying. I'm sure you guys have heard it. It's, like, if you want something that's, like, X amount of money, like, wait an hour. You want something that's, like, $100, wait a day. You want something that's more, like, whatever it might be. And, like, give it some time to really think about it because impulse shopping is a real thing, and you just see it, and you're, like, okay, I want it great and it's like if you really like you know how when you're shopping in a store and you're carrying a bunch of stuff and then all of a sudden as you're holding it longer you look at it and you're like I don't need this and you like put one thing back and then you keep looking and you're just like I really don't need this either and then you're down to one item you're like am I really gonna wait in line for this and you're like no I really don't like any of this it's kind of the same thing but with access to the internet and like the ability to impulse buy you don't really have that like waiting period to really think about anything and so Definitely give yourself some time to think about your purchases if you're really trying to, like, get a healthy relationship with saving and spending. That's definitely been helpful for me. Another topic I want to talk about is eating out because freshman year, I just, like, I didn't even give it a second thought. It's hard because it's, like, a social activity and you're like, I want friends. And so if one group wants to go out to dinner and another group wants to go out to ice cream, I'm not going to say no to either of them and I'm going to go to both. And it's weird if I don't buy anything and I just sit there, so I have to buy it. You know what I mean? And so I ate out so much freshman year. And so as I've moved off campus now, like this past year as a junior, I was a lot better because it also wasn't a meal plan where I was like buying the groceries that I wanted and planning out my meals and having to be really careful about when I ate out. I still will sometimes do it. Obviously, you should. If you want to eat out, eat out. I eat out a couple times a week, probably, like twice maybe. But it's better than eating out like every single meal because it's easier. And so it's like when you think about eating out, like make sure you have stuff in your house that you really like or that you want so that you're not like tempted to go do it. But then also it's not a hill to die on. It's a fun experience. It is really fun to go out with your friends. If you're going out with your friends every single day, Maybe you don't need to, but if your friends are going out once a week, don't not go because you don't want to spend money. That's crazy. You're making memories. You're spending time with people. Like, don't get obsessive over that. I don't die on that hill. Like, if I 
am gonna if the point of it is spending time with people and it is something I want to do I'm gonna do it so I don't really have like a concrete answer for y'all I don't have like the, the definition of how to master the balance between saving and spending money this has really just been my experience and kind of like my philosophies of like going forward of like what things look like I'm also like in a weird season of life where I'm like kind of having to mature and like now when I'm making like financial decisions it's kind of funny like Hunter and I joke like all of it's our money like basically it's like when we go on like a date like sure Hunter can pay but like it's basically like we're paying because it's our money like all of our money is about to merge very soon and so like I'll buy something and Hunter's like really <laughs> but it's just like in a funny way or he'll buy me something and I'm like do we really need that or whatever like when oh I don't think I've told you this Hunter bought me a squishmallow and it's the avocado toast one his name is Sinclair he's sitting on my bed right now and I am obsessed okay I get the hype I really do get the hype I never understood it but now I do anyways side tangent yeah I'm just in a weird season with money where I'm like about to have to make some really big girl purchases so I'm definitely cutting down on some shopping. Like uh, the shop, I was a little out of control though. Uh, like in June, I bought so much stuff. Like I was shut. I just started shopping because I was like, I needed summer stuff. And so I've like really cooled the jets in July. I was like, no more shopping. Like you need to calm down. And so you know yourself and you know your spending habits. Um, But as far as like spending and saving, you have to find what's best for you. I definitely recommend, like, there's definitely, like, systems where it's, like, there's a certain percent you save, there's a certain percent, like, whatever you do with it. Um, so you can do that, but honestly do what's best for you. I find it's really easy to give yourself, like, a weekly budget, and then if you don't go over the budget, like, you can't go over the budget, but then if you're, say, under to also save that money, especially if you're trying to save up for, like, a big purchase, like, you're saving to buy a car or for college tuition or for me, a wedding and like paying for things like big 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 purchases it also makes it easy to save when you have a big purchase in mind because you're like oh I'm like working towards something you know and set goals reward yourself it's like if I hit if I save like a thousand dollars that's like a huge milestone I'm gonna go out to dinner and reward myself for saving that much money that sounds counterintuitive but I promise it's not because once you have an unhealthy relationship with one or the other things are not going to be looking good for you, bestie. If you're spending too much, like, it's really hard to reel that back in. And when you're saving too much, it's really hard for you to spend money. And so it's like, money is was not designed to control you or to dictate how you feel or what you do. It's It legitimately is just a resource. And so just keep that in mind. It's just not that deep. I feel like I come on here all the time and I talk about something and I'm like, by the way, it's just really not that deep. The last thing I wanted to talk about is something that I want to start doing with money and just to be like frank and honest is I've always wanted to tithe and if you're not Christian or you don't know what tithing is tithing is basically a concept in the Bible where you give your first back to the Lord and so what tithing is is you give the first 10% of your income back to the church and you give that money back um, because the reason why you tithe is because 100% of the money you make or the things that you get are from the Lord and so it's more just an act of sacrifice it's an act of obedience it's just a way of like laying down the first 10% that's important not the last 10% not your leftovers the first chunk of money that you get like when you get your paycheck the first 10% of that you give that back and so and you can tithe of your time you can tithe, we're not getting into that what tithing is but 
that was something I've always really wanted to do and I've always just made so many excuses because I'm like I'm in college like I don't make enough money to tithe like it wouldn't make a difference like my paychecks are so inconsistent like they're already taking out so much money in taxes and I would make up a hundred excuses but as I was and I honestly I've had this conversation with myself multiple times where I'm like Taylor you need to start tithing and maybe I'll tithe like for one week or like for like the first two weeks of the month when I get my paycheck but then the next one comes and I forget or I don't make it a priority or I've just never been able to like consistently keep up with it like I've hardly ever tithed and I'm kind of like embarrassed to say that but I'm kind of in a season and I really want you guys to be able to hold me accountable where I really want to make this a priority because once again like money is a resource and who am I to decide that like this money it it's just a good perspective and it really helps you to detach yourself from money because once again it's just money but who am I to say that like all the talents that the Lord has given me and he's given me all these abilities all these resources great schooling everything that's led up to me having this internship and my way of making money and for me to say okay now all of this is for me it's kind of selfish isn't it and so especially as I'm I guess in my head, I've just always been like, oh, well, once I get married, I'll start tithing. Like, once I'm a big girl and I have a big girl job. But who am I to say that, like, all of a sudden then a flip is going to switch? No, it's going to take, like, practice and it's going to take obedience. And so it's definitely something I want to start doing now. I've had conversations with my mom about it before, and she's always like, you should start tithing. But then I just, I always just fail. And that's okay, because God is gracious, and he is good, and he forgives me. But... I want to do better and I want to be better and so I really want to start tithing so maybe I'll do like a follow-up episode on tithing and like talk to you about like what it has done in my life what it means to me etc but that's really this week's episode that's really my thoughts on money saving spending like attitudes towards making money um yeah, that it's literally nothing that I outlined, and I quite honestly, I'm looking at this outline, I'm like, I didn't talk about actually any of this, but I think this is better than what I had first come up with, because I really just kind of wanted to share my heart with y'all about money. Um, maybe some of you are, like, starting to get in a situation where you want to be more responsible with your money, or you want to learn more about money. Um, I know this kind of seems like an off-bit topic for she's going places, but in order for you to go places, you need money. You know what I mean? And it's like when you're like bossing up in your career or getting an internship and you're going places in that regard, money's associated with it. And so I really felt like this was fitting and it's just something that's honestly been on my mind this past week. Um, so I really hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys have the best week ever. Thank you so much for tuning into She's Going Places. Remember to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at She's Going Places Podcast. Leave a review, five stars. It seriously helps the show grow. You guys are the best. I love you. And let's go places together.